Hey students, in case you didn't know, it's Wednesday and you're listening to Answers to Gospel Questions with me, Brother Lawson and Brother Wing. Howdy, Brother Wing. Hey, thanks. Glad to be here. Is that a standard greeting in Arkansas or is that more of a Texas thing? What do they say in Arkansas? They say, howdy, someone will hurt me. (laughs) I haven't heard a lot of howdies, but yeah, it's a good one. Y'all come over for some pork and beans. Yeah, I think is what they say. That's a standard greeting in Arkansas. Yeah. Hey, Brother Wing, uh, this week or this today on Answers to Gospel Questions, we are going to find out. Uh, we're going to talk about the end of the world. We're going to talk about the end of the world, which, uh, you know, actually some people have been thinking about a lot, especially with the the craziness happening in Israel. They're like, oh, no, is this the end of the world? There's, you know, people are all of a sudden really interested in the book of Revelations, reading the signs of the time. Well, right here in the book of Second Timothy, chapter three, we learn some of the signs of the times that have been around for quite a while. And uh, and they're pretty easy to see and point out and and find out. And so let's identify what some of these signs of the times are. And and we'll also talk about why it's important that we know these particular signs. These are not the ones about like dragons coming out of rivers and things like that. These ones are are much more personal that you and I have had interactions with uh, and all of our listeners have had interactions and have seen these before. Yeah, so Paul doesn't shy away from challenges and difficulties and the realities of the world. He, in fact, chapter 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 7, he points out so many of these difficulties. And he may word those things differently than we would word those things. But I think it's pretty clear that we can look through that list and realize that that's pretty much going on in our world today. Like it, he's got a pretty good understanding of, of what we're dealing with and the challenges that we face and so many um, uh, upsetting, disturbing issues that are going on. How do we thrive spiritually, even though we live in a world that leans towards this, you know, yeah. verses one through seven? Well, that's the problem. The rest of the chapter then becomes the solution. Um, and especially as we read in verses 14 through 17, uh, the advice that he gives to Timothy here. And um, I'll focus on a couple of these things. But one is, he says in verse 15, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. And he says that all scripture is given for inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. And so we have this opportunity to go to the scriptures and get this same blessing and benefit that then helps us with these challenges that are going on in the world. I mean, it really is the solution. And so we, um, it's sort of like, uh, the children of Israel as they were bitten by the fiery flying serpents. And then here comes the solution, which is to go look at a serpent on a staff, a brass serpent on a staff that Moses had constructed, which that inspiration came from the Lord about how to solve this problem. But it sounds kind of unbelievable, you know? Yeah. Um, and yet, if we can have the faith to find the answers there, we really do. One more point on this is I want to quote Elder Scott. He made a really profound statement when he said, we talk to God through prayer. And he most often communicates back to us through his written word. Now, that's pretty that's pretty interesting. But what he says next, I also want to point out, because this is something that we all want. Like, think about this for a 
a solution or an answer that we've been seeking. He says, to know what the voice of the divine sounds and feels like. Now I'll pause there. Like, do we want to know that? Yes. We Do we want to know what God's voice sounds and feels like, you know, so that we can understand what he's communicating to us or how he can help us with our personal challenges or unique situations? Well, he says that. And so he goes, so to know what the voice of, this, of the divine sounds and feels like, read his words, study the scriptures and ponder them, make them an integral part of our, of our everyday life. I think that's what Paul's saying to Timothy here. Big challenges, big problems, big issues, really disturbing influences around us. How do you overcome that? How do you cut through that? How do we get help um, to find answers and what to do? Let's go to the scriptures that have been given to us for uh, doctrine, reproof, correction, and instruction. Excellent. I think that's awesome. I was thinking about um, what Paul was saying in in chapter 3 and verse 12, that the godly are uh, like those who... Uh, who who are believers they're going to suffer persecution that's pretty and that's pretty comforting i think though as he goes on you know just because you're suffering persecution doesn't mean that your life has to be miserable for crying out loud paul is in a prison as he's writing this and he still has joy and happiness his circumstances aren't determining his happiness it's what he what he feels and believes even even when we are surrounded by individuals in a world who are covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, even people who are disobedient to parents, we're surrounded by all these people and we're suffering because of the way that they're acting, we can still experience the peace and happiness of the gospel of Jesus Christ while being persecuted, while having uh, sometimes not pleasant interactions because of the uh, the wickedness in the world that exists. And I love what brother wing taught here that, that, that peace and that happiness comes from the word of God. And so if we're not engaged in the word of God, it's going to be very difficult for us to survive spiritually in the last days. That sounds familiar. Right. And so, and so if we want to be ready for more signs of the second coming at a, at an even uh, magnified level, let's engage in the scriptures in in a magnified level that maybe we haven't engaged with before uh, and see what happens, see the results of that. All right. Anything else, brother, when you want to say, you know, verse 13 says that, you know, evil man and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and <sighs> deceived. True. And that kind of reminds me of what was said in Joseph Smith, Matthew in the Pearl of Great Price. Um, it's, it's verse 37 there in in uh, the Joseph Smith Matthew, but it says that um, to treasure up the word, um, whoso treasureth up my word shall not be deceived. So that's what we're, that's what we're trying to do every day as we study the scriptures. We just want to treasure that word and use that, receive the Holy Ghost, and we will not be deceived. But we will be if we don't hold to this iron rod. Absolutely. Thanks, students, for listening to this episode to Answers to Gospel Questions. Come to our Institute class for more of the same, more answers to gospel questions. Until next time, everybody, we love you. Got to stay righteous. Yeah.